Hello guys, it is Friday, March something, I don't even know, March 12th, early in the morning. Normally I have my episodes done weeks in advance, but this one is on the day of. I want to talk this week about something totally different than mythologies, but I may read one. Um, you can actually go to the blog, mycrazysynchronicities.wordpress.com, link in the description box, in the bio, um, and you can learn about the rest of Zeus's reign in Greek mythology. So this week I wanted to talk to you guys about animal symbolism, and there's so much wealth of information, it's insane when it comes to it. A lot of times... We have animals that we're used to seeing all the time and we take them for granted. But if you really take the time to listen and see what's really been around you a long time or things that you absolutely love or new things that pop up, if you Google that animal and then the symbolism, you will find a host of information. There's also the Celtic and Native American zodiac animals that go there which is another cool way to find animals. Plus there's tons, like tons of different Oracle decks. Jamie Sam's is a great one. Um, Colette Baron Reed has a couple, I believe. Uh, Arc Animal, Tarot, and Oracle kind of together. That's a good one, a little bit more expensive. But there's a ton. Uh, Stephen Farmer's amazing. I have a book called Animal Speak, and that book is hands down one of my favorite go-to reference books for animal symbolism. So even if I'm going to Google information or look at my decks and see what the information for them says, I always look at animal speak um, just to see what it says as well. Because certain animals can be connected to certain times of the year, that sort of thing. So you definitely want to look into these things. It's really cool. Plus, you've got your zodiac animals, like the Chinese zodiac. Um, yeah, host of different information that you can find what links to you. But for instance, one year I started gardening here at my house and I noticed a white butterfly, which is not uncommon, but it like flew up at me while I was watering the garden with a hose, flew out of the garden, landed right on my hand that I was like holding the hose with. And I thought, oh, that's cool. And it didn't stay. And then I noticed I went outside for a cigarette the next day, all of a sudden, another white butterfly land, try to land right on the hand that I had uh, my cigarette with. And I was like, oh my God, thinking I was going to burn it. Got to the point where whenever I went outside, I had them trying to land in my hair, everything. And I thought maybe I'd, without knowing it, planted like a butterfly garden. And I hadn't actually. I had very few flowers or plants that I planted that really stimulate them. So I thought that was kind of weird. And all the stuff I'd been wearing had been like, I started wearing a couple years before more like less scents when I was just around the house. So because I would attract bumblebees and I didn't want them going after me. So I purposely started using stuff that wouldn't attract like, you know, bees and stuff like that. So I couldn't figure out why. And 
I remember I had even said it to my mom. I'm like, you know, I said this to family members. They noticed it. You know, my landlord, my my neighbors. And we had gone to a friend's uh, art show. And I'd had a really bad day. It was crazy insane hot. And we come inside. Like, we go up this big, long hill up to the car, up to the art show, and I thought, oh my God, I'm going to die. But my grandma and my mom wanted to stop by the town we grew up in or the village and go to the little, what do you call it, cemetery that was there because that's where a couple of my grandpas are born, two of my uncles, you know, a bunch of other family members. And they wanted just to make sure, you know, everything is being kept up and just sort of, you know, whatever. So we pull up there and I literally drop out of the car and I like sit on the grass next to my mom's dad's grave. I'm like, move over, Gramps. I need to rest. <laughs> and a white butterfly came right over and landed on me right in front of my mom. And my mom was like, oh, no, like, there's just no way. That's not your grandpa or like family in some respect. After that, never saw a butterfly again. I I see them now, but they never land on me. They never come that close to me. So... That's where it's really cool to look up the symbolism of the butterfly, but it doesn't always match the symbolism or you'll notice sometimes because there's different belief systems, obviously all over the world, they might contradict each other. So you need to find out and be aware of what's happening on the days you see them. You know, if it's a special date, for instance, ravens can be a harbinger of death, but really they're messengers from the other side, depending on who you believe. Like thought and memory, Hogan and Munin from Norse mythology, they're the two ravens that sit on Odin's shoulder and they fly off and they're basically a replica or representation of him. So it's really cool because, you know, even though some people consider them to be a bad omen, when I see a raven, it always represents the anniversary of a loved one's passing. So it's fun to me. Like, I don't consider it a bad thing. I consider it more of a family thing. Those kind of ideas. So recently, a friend pulled me a card that came up with an animal symbolism attached to it. And it was the leopard which I thought was really cool. So I thought, all right, I'm going to look this leopard up. And I thought I'd share with you guys what I found. Because in the blog, I do share, if I have a dream, the animals that I find. I believe the last one was a lemur, and the one before that was a robin. So, because I had a ton of robins in the yard. So I will read to you what I found from various sources. The leopard animal symbol is very ancient and powerful totem. It is the symbol of the feminine and death and rebirth. So for its holders, the leopard signifies the ability to do many tasks at once, ability to see in the dark and being powerful even in the night. They have strong muscular bodies, excellent swimmers and climbers, and crazy fast for running. I'm sort of, you know, going through and picking what I think you guys want to hear. They teach us to be quick with our decision-making. So be on your feet and ready to do anything at a moment's notice and be ready to go after your goals so you can reach them and attain them and find those necessary skills that you need to do. They're fast, but they don't run for long distances. So it shows that you have to train your endurance, physical and mental. All right, so what else is there? They are the loners, usually, which is interesting because so am I. 
They're comfortable on their own and they are perfectly capable of taking care of themselves. This is also true when it comes to people with a leopard totem. They like to be alone and they will instead work on their own as part of a team and will still be able to gain great sources. So I think that's really interesting. They um they develop connections to other dimensions, possibly. They have powerful intuition, inner voice, discernment, whatever you want to call it, and they listen and know how to use it. They have excellent power if used correctly, and if so, it will only increase from there. They are usually muscular and graceful, totally not me, <laughs> and their fur serves their fur serves extremely well for camouflage. So they can freeze and be completely silent when necessary. It is a symbol of shape-shifting. The power of the leopard comes from being able to be extremely fast and vicious when necessary, completely freezing their bodies and being silent. They know the precise moment to be silent and the exact moment when to attack. So it makes them a dangerous opponent. But great when you're working towards your goals in a human-like symbolism, right? So they're exceptionally adaptable, which I like. Me being a Sagittarius, which is a mutable sign, does the same thing. Shows them easygoing and I can work with the flow of changes of things. So they are good at adapting to circumstances. And they're in the forest, they tend to have darker fur, which means it helps them to survive any situation. It teaches us to be self-sufficient and open towards change. It explains the idea to embrace change because it can help you in reaching your goals, obviously. They have a close connection to the lunar energies, obviously the moon, and the beginning of the universe. So these people have deep insights. They have to be very cautious in sharing this information because people may not be ready to learn such knowledge. I have no knowledge like that, but whatever. Um but it is one of the reasons they're usually so so much of loners. There are not many who can understand the force behind their actions, and explaining it is not in the interest of the leopard. So they are a susceptible animal. They can pick up the slightest vibrations. This symbol this symbolizes the need to pay close attention to your feelings and your inner voice. Even if those little glimpses of intuition seem minor and irrelevant, they might give you knowledge and insight, kind of like the... High Priestess number two. And I like that because I find that with my abilities, I have a really good way of sort of listening to the energy in the room and knowing what it feels different. So it shows that if you have this animal coming in, you're probably someone with a great deal of courage and mental strength. Only sometimes you tend to think less of yourself because you tend to overthink things, right? You can be courageous and embrace your positive qualities. Self-confidence will help in succeeding. So if this animal is coming to your life, it's a symbol of rebirth. Even after great suffering, there will be the emotional rebirth. The leopard is always protecting presence, and it will help you heal your wounds and resolve issues that have been harmful to you. The leopard is a reminder of your capabilities, that you have everything you need, like the magician, to be able to get where you want to go for success. So the spots on the leopard all have their pattern, and this symbolizes to accept yourself for who you are because each pattern is unique, right? And that you have the ability to accomplish anything you want if you believe in yourself. 
Some of the spots may seem like weaknesses, but really they're just stepping stones to help you learn to be to get even stronger, which I love that. I think that's really cool. And there you go, my dears. It shows here, it can speak to something you may feel you need to work on, something that you are slowly embracing in yourself. But I love, love, love the different symbolisms behind animals and people are missing out. So like I said, if there's an animal you've always loved, an animal that's always been around you or one that's just come into play. Like when I opened the window the other day, there are robins all over the yard for some reason. Look up the animal symbolism and see how it connects to times of the year, to zodiac signs, to loved ones, that sort of thing. And keep note of everything you find because you may find connections later that you didn't realize were there. Have a great week, everyone.